guys, uh, this is Pastor Justin, and welcome to the Shadron Berean Church Podcast. It's another grand and fine day out there, as always, and uh, I don't necessarily have a devotional for us this week, but uh, specifically, but this could be a devotional. This is... Uh, Something that uh, we talked about on Sunday, it, it could have been just a footnote in the sermon, but to me it was uh, one of my favorite parts of the entire message, just talking about um, the uh, archaeology that um, supports the biblical account that Luke wrote in Acts chapter 14. So this Sunday... Uh, if you recall, we talked about how we want to be um, rooted, kind of have good roots, have our, our roots in good soil, not, not shallow soil, rocky soil, because uh, as Christians, we're going to experience opposition, we're going to experience persecution. Jesus likened, uh, likened persecution to the sun, and if, and if we're like a seed that was planted in shallow soil, uh, the persecution is going to come and the affliction, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make us wither. But uh, if we want to be that seed that's planted in good soil, um, we've got to have a grasp on, uh, on the trustworthiness of the Word of God. We've got to trust the Word of God. We've got to know that it's trustworthy. If, I mean, if I don't believe that the Word of God is the words of God, that it's inspired, it's inerrant, that it's trustworthy, um, man, I'm telling you, I'm, not, I'm just not going to give my life for that. I'm not going to give my life to preach and teach the Word of God if I don't think you can trust this book, right? Um, I've got to know that uh, it's, it's something worth giving my life for, that, that, that sharing the Word of God, sharing the Gospel is more important than anything sort of opposition or affliction that's going to come my way for teaching it and for preaching it and for sharing it with people. Because as we've seen through the book of Acts, man, we, we've got to have a trust in God's Word uh, because, because the gospel polarizes. I mean, it completely divides some of these cities that Paul and Barnabas go into. Some people believe and, and they're praising the Lord, and, and then some people... Uh, start to gather stones, and they start to persecute Paul and Barnabas and drive them out of town. So um, we've got to we've got to get a grasp on on the Word of God. We've got to know that uh, this thing, this book, is trustworthy. It's worth giving our lives for. Um, you're not going to be out there sharing the gospel with people if you don't think or believe that this is the Word of God. Um, you're not going to give your life for it. But anyway, a long time for a long time. Uh, the accuracy of Luke's record. Remember, Luke is uh, Luke and Acts are like two volumes of one story. They're both written to a man named Theophilus, and uh, Luke chapter one verses one through four. His introduction there says that he's basically writing an account, um, an exact account of all the things that have taken place in, with with Christ and the church getting started and all of that. And uh, his historicity. To Theophilus has often been called into question, and for one of those reasons is because Acts 14 says 
that Paul and Barnabas, when they leave Iconium, it says they crossed over into Lyconian territory. And Iconium's kind of on the edge, or kind of really close to, it's, it's right on the border, sort of, really close to the border between Phrygia and, and Lyconia. These are two provinces, basically. And the reason why it was called into question is because there's many records showing that Iconium was for some time a Lyconian city. And so it didn't make sense to say, well, Luke said they left Iconium and, or left Iconium and went to Lyconia. Well, what, which, which is it, right? Is it Lyconian or not? And so, and uh, there's just a lot of records that show it was a Lyconian city. And uh, anyway, in my introduction to Acts, I told you about a brilliant man, but uh, atheistic man, a Scottish archaeologist named William Ramsey, and I just seem to be getting in more and more into this archaeology stuff. I just, I really dig it. <laughs> no pun intended. But uh, William Ramsey, he believed Luke's record was inaccurate. He believed it was some sort of a second century writing and Luke got his information elsewhere. Well, in his day, William Ramsey's day, about 150 years ago, Many of these locations in Acts had been lost or unidentified. And so this guy, uh, not satisfied, actually goes, he takes a Bible and takes a shovel. He's got a Bible in one hand, basically, and a shovel in the others. And for years, uh, over a decade, I think it was 15 years, he goes and he traces Luke's steps looking for... Uh, geological and archaeological evidence to try and disprove Luke. Well, it's at this point in his research that Ramsey started to have what he called his first change in judgment when he's looking into this whole uh, Iconium-Lyconium account. And uh, it was at this point where he became a strong defender of Luke's historicity because he discovered that Iconium in fact, was for a short time between the years of 37 to 72 AD for about uh, 34 years there, it actually was not a Lyconian city. Okay, so he actually could leave Iconium and go to Lyconia. And what's uh, interesting is that that's exactly when Luke wrote between 37 to 72 A.D., right? 60 A.D. is about when Luke wrote. Interesting, too, is that's exactly uh, when, uh, in that time frame, is when Paul visited, around 47 to 48 A.D. And so he, he discovered Luke's statement was accurate when Paul visited and when Luke wrote this. And so Ramsey uh, had his change of judgment here. He, he started to... to, uh, started to sort of uh, support Luke. Ramsey said every time he turned over a shovel, he found evidence of exactly those things which Luke described and that Luke was one of the greatest historians there, there is. He said, he actually said this, I take the view that Luke's history is unsurpassed in its trustworthiness. You may press the words of Luke in a degree beyond any other historian, and they will stand the keenest scrutiny and harshest treatment. There was another man named A. N. Sherwin White who said, For Acts, the confirmation of historicity 
is overwhelming. Any attempt to reject its basic historicity must now appear absurd. Guys, uh, the first thing Satan had Eve question was God's word, wasn't it? Did He said in the Garden of, of Eden, did God really say that? Did God really say? He also twisted God's word. Satan knows that the foundation is God's word and having a trust in it. If I don't, it's a watershed is, issue. If I don't believe that God's word's trustworthy, boy, I'm not gonna read it. I'm not gonna want to apply it. And uh, that is actually that higher criticism uh, attacking God's word is what led to the darkness, that, that, that atheistic darkness in Europe, and it crossed overseas into the United States as well. Okay. One of the reasons we can be bold witnesses is because God's word is trustworthy. Amen? Have a great day, everybody.